Welcome to Justice for Dean Thomas, a podcast to find justice for the characters and things found in the Wizarding World, but from our perspective. I'm your host, Kevin G, and I'm here with CJ, Shantae, and Natasha. What's going on, guys? What up, Kev? How's it going? Pretty good. Man. Shantae, we used to podcast a lot. Yeah, we did. (laughs) And now we're back. Here, here to talk about some Harry Potter stuff, man. We've never talked about Harry Potter like in depth like this mm-hmm. before, so I'm like really excited. CJ, we've done some podcasts here before, but we have a new person here, Natasha. Yeah. Hello, hello. Welcome to Justice for Dean Thomas. Yes. It's a brand new show where we're here to, like I said, find justice for Dean Thomas and all of and the all the other characters people overlook, characters and perspectives. I'd say. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So with this um, this show, what I really want to do is is go through the entire wizarding wizarding world wizarding world and discuss not just the characters but like the things that we've seen and how all of this has like shaped us. Like we're all big fans. Mm-hmm. All I mean, fans we had show. a kickball team that was Harry Potter themed for. Years, yeah, the years. Muggle World up. Shouts to the Muggle World Order. Muggle World Order. Um, so with that being the case, like I felt like with the um show, possibly, probably coming up mm-hmm. that they're doing, they're talking about redoing the the characters, if you will. I the figured the books that are and and keeping it closer to how the books actually are. Yeah, not cutting entire people and and story arcs story arcs and connections out you know it's funny because the first two movies they do a pretty good job of following the Mm -hmm. books and the third one is like decent and the fourth one they forgot the books existed Mm -hmm. they're like it's ours now yeah i think the second book is the departure from the books uh, from the, the second movie is the departure from the books well i feel like the second movie is trash we're going to talk about that it's <laughs> like, true I haven't, uh, so we're going to we're going to the plan is to um really just go in depth with all the books and the movies and all the everything in general but told from like our perspective there's not usually a lot of stuff that is made for like black people uh are like in terms of like podcasting and things like that so I felt like uh, me and some of my black friends could get <laughs> together and we could talk about this, at least how this helped shape our lives and how we see the books and the things along the way. So, Kev, since we're talking about that, why, oh, why, oh, why is this <laughs> podcast called Justice for Dean Thomas? What happened to Dean Thomas? So this is my thing about <laughs> Dean Thomas, right? My guy, Dean Thomas, is in every book. Right, mm-hmm. but like, it he has like a, a starring, but like on the run part seven, mm-hmm. right the whole way he through has the little romantic arc with Jenny, he has a little thing with he Jenny, did. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he he's in all the spots, but like he's even though he's the same year as like Ron and Harry, for whatever reason, he's not like in with them. Mm-hmm. Um, What's well, it's him and Seamus. Yeah. Like, they're, they're ride or they're dies the same dogs. way Harry is right. a ride or die with Ron. And then you got Neville. 
Yeah, and Neville. I don't know if Neville has friends. I really don't. Them. He's got the main he kids. Does. Um, like Neville Neville's is the dark He's not horse. really their friend. Like they like the same way they know Dean, they know Neville. Like there goes Dean no, and there goes uh, Neville. I don't, I don't nah. yeah. Neville is, is part checked. of the crew. Neville's name is name checked so many more times than Dean's. Not only so that, but that's Nev- because he's the other boy yeah. who might have lived. Yeah, Neville. I would say Neville and Harry are inextricably linked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. but. Their crew, which it, it starts as the OG three of Harry, Ron, and Hermione, becomes the six with Neville and Luna and Ginny. I would agree. Hmm. So this podcast is going to cover everything that's happened, but when we start talking about the books, we're going to try to take the books and the movies based on what we know at the time and not try to extrapolate too much mm-hmm. um, on the other things as we go through it. So. As you were saying, the six like this this on this this episode, I want to like talk pretty much about all of our knowledge, um, as as a whole. And yes, they become the six, but once again, Seamus and Dean Deaner. are like left off. But even in book seven, the reason I said Dean Thomas is because in book seven, Dean has a huge role as he's running through these streets with this uh, <laughs> goblin, and. Well, all that's happening is like, oh yeah. By the way, in the side story, yeah. Dean's doing these other cases. <laughs> Dean, Dean's just running. He's shit. on the <laughs> run. By the way, but like, back to Harry and Ron being sat in the woods. Right. And like, right. But by the way, but so, hold on. Yeah. Which is why when I when I was when we were talking about doing the show, the reason I was like, Dean Thomas is who we need to like talk about because my guy doesn't get enough looks. Mm-hmm. Dean Thomas is a symbol. But all the other overlooked people. To be honest, I was like, but what about Lee Jordan? Right. Lee Jordan had the mouth. He was the one saying all the things we were all thinking. But Lee Jordan is like Fred and, and Yeah, he's Fred. not in but their year. What about Angelina Johnson? There's other black folk in this thing too yeah. we're going to talk about. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't only talking. This, this is not a vehicle just for me to get off my, my Dean Thomas tape. You're clearly the president of his fan club. And that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. Listen, I, I, I do have... A Dean Thomas flag, you know what I'm saying? This is my guy, right? But we're not here just for Dean Thomas. We're right. here for all the marginalized characters. Um, we're going to talk about Cho. We're going to talk about the Patel, the, the Patel, Patel twins. 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 We're going to talk about uh, that one black uh, uh, Slytherin that, that you see for a second. Blaise yeah, Blaze. That dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows up and then he leaves. Yeah, what, yeah. You, uh, what are you but, talking about? Blaze is in all of the movies. <laughs> no, he is not. Yeah, he is. He doesn't show up until what's his face got himself arrested, and then all of a sudden, oh, my best friend Crab and Blaze. <laughs> There's no one else. Do ever. they ever actually say his name in the movies though? They do. When, do when That's the only reason why out. I know his name is because they said it in the movie. I mean, in the books, I didn't know he was black. It wasn't until he showed up in the movie I was, yeah, like, I was like, hey, oh, oh, oh. there we go. That name makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> the real question is, was he like a uh, diversity hire in the in the? In the movie, you think? Maybe. (laughs) I mean, I think that there was some affirmative action that went on. Definitely as we hit later on. Hmm. I can see that. I can see that for the movies. Hmm. There's not a lot of of minority characters. But I wonder if that just is representative of the population of Britain. Yeah, but I also... When they they brought in the whole... um, the cursed child and they made Hermione black and everyone got upset. J.K. Rowling herself said, I never said that she was whatever. I just described her. And so a lot of it might even be assumptions. There are a lot of, you mm-hmm. know, the creepy brothers and everything. No one really talks about 
weather, whatever they are. They could be anything. But I think the assumption or the mainstream is assume you're white unless proven otherwise. Right. It's the default. We'll talk about that when we get to meet Hermione because in her description, I always read her as white. I did too. And maybe maybe we shouldn't have. Maybe we were wrong. Maybe we were wrong all yeah, along. Yeah, she I had she did talk about her nappy hair, and I'm like, wait a minute. Now here's the thing: <laughs> were you wrong, or were you just conditioned to assume it was the default? This is true. Mm. So fun fact: I actually saw the movies before I ever read the books. So I already had an idea of what ah, they looked like in gotcha, my head. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and so, I didn't, and I still imagined her as white. So I imagined her as white too, but we're gonna talk about how I imagined Sirius Black. Black. <laughs> <laughs> because his name is Black. There's a few things. We'll talk about Seriously. We'll yeah, because like that was, and then when when the movie came out and it was like Gary Oldman, mm-hmm. I was like, well, that was wrong. <laughs> 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 I was wrong on that one, y'all. That was a. Well, we'll definitely talk about that as we go through this whole the whole wizarding world. I feel like once again, like this is a this is a chance for us to see to talk about it through our perspective, how we see it. And how we have seen these books and this these movies, and we're going to talk about the, the the eight movies in the original canon. We'll end up talking about uh, the three, maybe five of uh, the the uh, the beast. And Do we beast. have to? We absolutely have. We're going to touch to. everything, man. We're going to touch everything, and then the cursed child. We're going to talk about cursed child. Uh, I've seen it on Broadway. I've seen it on Broadway. How was it on Broadway? I read it. I have not seen I it. I read it first. Then I saw it on Broadway, and I enjoyed it. it well, I think it. seeing it would be more enjoyable I, than reading I, it. I think Cursed Child has the coolest the stage time. effects I've ever seen on a show. Mm. Like, like at a lot of Broadway shows. Legitimately, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Like, people, like, disappear. I'm seeing it. Well, I would hope so. They are okay. wizards. No, but, like, on a stage. Mm-hmm. And, and you know like, how they do it? No, no. Magic. Magic. It's magic. Come on, Natasha. It's magic. Read the room. Read the room. magic. <laughs> Speaking of it, let's let's talk a little about about ourselves and how we got here. Um, Natasha, how did you find Harry Potter? How did you get here? What's your house? Talk to us. Tell the people. I found Harry Potter. So I was a nerdy military kid, only child, and so I read a lot. And so I moved back to the states. And somebody said, "Hey, you should read this book." And it was actually The Prisoner of Azkaban. So I came in on book three Mm. um, and loved it. Uh, Really liked Sirius Black, who I did not know was black, but that's all right. It's a a me thing, yo. You know? I think it was. And (laughs) circled back to Chamber of Secrets, and then the first movie came out for Sorcerer's Stone. And I was like, okay, I am with this. And so literally was hooked from that point. Um... Even from there, but by, by that time I was an adult, you know, I'm out of high school and I'm in line with the children at midnight at Barnes and Noble and just really sucked into the world. I really loved her writing. Um, what else? I'm a Ravenclaw, which makes total sense. If does you know it me. though? Don't look at CJ. Don't it look at does. him. Does it though? I'm the smartest person you know. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so modest too. I know a lot of people. <laughs> Never. <laughs> My favorite character from the beginning, from the first book I read, was always Hermione. I identified immediately with the smart, sarcastic girl who always had the answers for things. So that's how I got here. Okay. So so was Hermione, like, always your favorite character? Always. 
she's probably the best character in general. Not my favorite, but like well, we all know that if she were the main character, there wouldn't be nearly as many books. She would figure it out ahead of time. We're like, oh, <laughs> don't worry, guys, I got you. Yeah, the Listen, would have been handled. Yeah, and I figured it out. It's fine. And also, she keeps them alive. Yes, all the time from Constantly. the beginning, from Constantly. book one. Yeah, yeah, with the troll. Constantly, we're yeah, we're gonna get into like she she does. I, Hermione's a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm also excited that we're gonna talk about how much I hate Snape. Yes, I love love Snape. Uh, Snape's my number two. Oh, Snape is awful. Uh, I don't think Snape's my number two, but I appreciate who Snape is and who he had to be. And the fact that he is so morally gray, dingy gray for you, Kevin, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that's real life. And especially in a children's book, you don't usually get characters like that. So I appreciate who he is. I think I'm most excited through this thing to talk about these characters in depth because I get to really lay out that case <laughs> as to why Snape <laughs> is unredeemable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unredeemable? 100%. Because the we'll thing, the Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, just ridiculous. we will Let's get Let's not there. get ahead of ourselves. So Kevin. with Hermione being your favorite character, mm-hmm. when, when did you take, when do you, when do you first remember taking the Wizarding World Hogwarts test situation? Oh, I first took it book six, Half-Blood Prince. How old were you? Why we got to go there? The reason, no, the reason <laughs> I asked. The reason we're all around like the same like age. Why are you adults. acting no, like... I'm, I'm going to double check. I'm going to see. When did book six come out? The reason I asked is because I have this theory, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the reason they like test these kids when they're like 10 mm-hmm. or 11 mm-hmm. is because that's like the truest form of who you are, right? Mm-hmm. I think like as you get older... Everyone starts to shift towards more Ravenclaw because you get more like logic in you in yeah. general, mm-hmm. or more uh, Slytherin. Slytherin. I if think you, Slytherin. you become more Ravenclaw or Slytherin because things don't become so idyllic, um, <laughs> it becomes like a that don't make no damn sense. Or it becomes <laughs> like a I'm just trying to climb this ladder. Well, so it it's is what it is. It's funny you say that because every like year or two, I do go back and I retake those tests mm-hmm. just to see what I get mm-hmm. and. I'm a classic Ravenclaw, yeah. probably 70% of the time. But the other 30% of the time, I either get Gryffindor or Slytherin. Hmm. Never seen a Hufflepuff in my life. Mm-mm. But mm-hmm. it's... Not that Hufflepuffs are bad, y'all. Not, 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 not that they're bad. Hufflepuffs are great. They know where the kitchen is. Everybody needs a supporting cast. You know, But not even that they're supporting. I mean, I mean, they're the star of the other film thing. You know, the, <laughs> the film Fantastical thing. Beast. Are they, though? Oh, wait. Half-Blood Prince came out in 2005. That was 21. Okay, so like, so then I wonder what you would have came through as when you were like eleven. Mm, probably still a Ravenclaw. I still would have been the same. <coughs> yeah. I probably would have been a Ravenclaw. I'm a proud Gryffindor, y'all. I'm very happy about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> I am. It has like, been great. I was a kid doing logic puzzles basic in like elementary school. Ah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. 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 I I read at a college reading level in third grade. See, yeah, same, see, we're here. Same, same. I told you. I, I mean, I was in gate. And I was, all those I was in these yeah, same yeah, kind of classes, y'all. Come on. But I, where are you though? I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I walked right by them every day, y'all. <laughs> I was in these there. things too. I was smart too, but you know, I just had these other qualities that, mm-hmm. that came through. Cause I took it. I took the test. So for me, um, I found the books with the second book. Mm-hmm. 
around the time that it came out. So my mom's a, a liter- literature teacher. She taught English for many, many, many years. I high didn't school. know that. Yeah. And so she was a school teacher all my life, if you will. And that's how he got in those gate classes. Yep. <laughs> well, that's mom called the people. Yeah, she's smart. like, you're my friend. I'm s- I was like, you got to get him in. You got to get him in. I was just <laughs> smart. I, I have uh, parents that were intelligent. I am also intelligent. My brother's intelligent. We're just intelligent people. You don't have to make a case. Okay. It's okay. It does. We got to shit on so me hard. like I'm a Hufflepuff <laughs> over here. It's trying like, so hard. Y'all coming at me like I'm a Hufflepuff. Like, I mean, <laughs> I he mean, does have yellow Maybe you should just say. Don't be coming at me like that. So, but... With, with that being the case, though, we found these books, and in my own history, it was interesting because I grew up in a very religious household, and so witches, wizards, all that kind of stuff, off limits, but for whatever reason, the main reason was that my mom was was cool with it. Um, we, we were able to read Harry Potter, so we read the second book, and then my mom and myself went back and read the first one. Mm-hmm. And then as they came out, three, four, five, so on and so forth, um, I w- was able to get them around the time that they came out, and then we read them along the way. And it was just really cool because you're getting swept up in this world that I had never experienced before. Mm-hmm. And going along with the characters, even in, like I said, the black household that I grew up in, this was just a cool thing to do. So this was a cool thing to do. So when w- I was doing that, I took a test. Took the test when I, when they came out or whatever. Uh, came out Gryffindor very proudly, happily, main character energy. Basic. I'm just here doing the things, you know, saying living my life. And uh-huh. as the as the the books were going through, you we you mentioned who your favorite character was. For mine, it was Sirius Black because I really got like in in. Because let's be real, two is not that great, right? The mm-hmm. second book is kind of trash. Uh, third book, though, is when, like, things, like, this is when things they get popping. Popping, off. Things yeah. get popping <laughs> in book three. And uh, Sirius Black really, like, just spoke to me. I just liked him as a character. And then as I continued to read the books, he was just someone that I always enjoyed. He was always, to me, the only person that could save Harry, right? He and was... Yeah, then he, you know, the veil. Died. So <laughs> he, was the o- he was the one, though. Spoiler? That, uh, uh, I mean, spo- at this point, we're did, well, did he die or did he, was he just gone? Well, he's no longer on no, the plane. Died. He's no longer on he the mortal plane, so no, he, he ain't coming back. He definitely died because he comes through when, in the end with the right. other. He, Why was he, he well, the was probably only one who could save Harry to you? Because, like, so he was, the, so, like, Harry does, doesn't know his family, right? Mm-hmm. He has no family, didn't even know they existed at first. And then he finds out that this is Godfather situation. And with the Godfather that he did not know, and then he ends up being a redeemed character, he was always the one, you know, like, when you have, like, when you, like, in a bad situation, you're like, this, this one's my way out. Mm-hmm. He was his way he out. He was his way out. He yep. was his way out. And... Uh, Grimald Place, those places, like, Harry's like, I could be myself, but I got to go back home to the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. I'm putting on a mask. I know that this is I'm fake. me. Because I know, really, my life should be with my goddad, Sirius. He he got some, he's, he's some stuff right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's doing some things right now, but. Yeah, he's done time. The, the moment that That's I why you thought he was black, because he went to There's a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of them. Him being locked up was definitely You're one like, of them. Hmm. 
him being locked up, him doing a bit was definitely one of them. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> that was one of the things. But um, with, with with that, these are the reasons why I thought that Sirius was his really like his way out. Okay. And so Sirius was always one of my favorite characters. Um, book three is my favorite book. Prisoner of Azkaban is my favorite book. Mm-hmm. The movies themselves, um, there's a lot to be desired except for movie seven and eight because you got four to five hours to six hours to really flesh out most of the book stuff. Biggest yeah. book. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I kind of give it like a uh, but only because they messed up so much stuff in the first six movies that seven had to try to clean it up a little bit. And so many things they the little bre- breadcrumbs that were left in the books they didn't have for the seventh movie. So I I get your point but still I'm like mm, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I felt like with the time allotted. So it was funny, man. So me me and CJ have known each other for many, many years, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things was we used to watch the movies together with one of his friends, uh, Shayna. And it was so funny. I'll never forget this because we watched the fourth movie, which is a very hefty book, right? Goblet of Fire is huge. It's huge. I mean, mm-hmm. until you get to Goblet of Fire, they're all like, you know, moderate sized books. And you, all of a sudden, the fourth one comes out. You're like, what the, who's Bible <laughs> left on the table? What is and, this? And, and then you get Order of the Phoenix, which is bigger. Yeah. So the thing, the reason that I bring that up is because the movie itself hadn't really extended in length yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. and there's so many action pieces in four mm-hmm. because it's a whole tournament situation. Right. So we get out the theater, bro. We, we see it with Shayna. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they didn't even talk about Spears. They had two they had hours. Only do so much. They, they had yeah. two hours, girl. Yeah. And she's like, movie's trash. They, yeah. they didn't even talk about Spears. I said, Spears to me wasn't she even. She waited till she got to the fourth movie to decide they were trash. <laughs> but the thing is, you have to be realistic. And even as a book purist, you cannot fit every page right. into a movie. That's why I'm excited about the show, because they have the opportunity to really flesh things out, take their time, hopefully, and do it right. Yeah, and like, we're not talking about it here, but I just reread the first Percy Jackson book because they did the TV show, because oh, yeah. as we know, the movies were trash. The movies were mm-hmm. trash. So I'm excited to see what the TV show is. You haven't watched it yet? I haven't it started great. yet because I just reread the first book. They're mm-hmm. really good. They're actually really good. Yeah, I know. And I w- it's funny because I was rereading Percy Jackson. I'm seeing a lot of similarities with Harry Potter, which eventually we could talk about it, but today is not the day. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. Justice for Rick Riordan. So kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read it. Anyway, so while well, we're talking about it, so me, I actually saw movies one, two, and three before. I read the books, mm-hmm. and the way I got into it is I was in college, I was 19, and my girlfriend at the time was like, how could you have never yeah. seen or read uh, Harry Potter? Thing, yeah. Like, yes. have you never touched this? I said, well, I Not thought it was household. for little kids, because my sister, <laughs> no, my my sister, she was in the Harry Potter, like, she was a big Harry Potter nerd, um, and my sister's six years younger yeah, you than me. Age gap. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a decent age gap, so I'm like, oh, it's for kids, it's whatever. She's like, I can't believe it. So she, we sit down and we watch the movies, and after the third movie, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I have so many questions. You need to explain this. <laughs> right. Because not I have exactly. so many knowing questions. what I know now, they left so they much left shit so out of the movies out. that, of course, right. it doesn't make sense. So she's like, well, if you understand, you got to read the books. Well, let me borrow your book. No. 
Absolutely. Dang, and then you she broke up with her. She had the hard back, That's when y'all she? broke up. She didn't let you borrow the book. She said you nah. need to get educated, but I won't give you the tools to do it. So I went and bought the first six books because that was was out at the time, mm-hmm. and I read them all, and I understood why people loved it, and then I was hooked. But yeah, the movies were trash. I can't believe that she didn't like lend you at the least book. the first one. Like I'll let you read the first one, but after that, you she, need to invest. I agree with her. I don't lend out my hardback Harry Potter books. And she also had thing. two copies of Mulan, and she wouldn't let me borrow one. <laughs> and that's, that's when you back. broke up with that's her. Deep in the back, CJ nah. had that one like deep for him. Yeah, he's like, like, let me tell you <laughs> about what I've been man through. Hey, there's a reason she's an ex. I'm just saying. Kept Mulan from me, but the thing is though, if Natasha, you said that you won't lend out. If you're telling someone, though, they got to get with it and figure you it out. You better figure it out. That's Go to the library. wild. No. That's wild. I mean, no. I like Harry Potter. I love her. I mean, like, I, like I've said before, we've been like Harry Potter-themed things before, but I'll let someone lend it. Well, I'll be honest. I'll let some people... There are some people I'm like I don't trust. In this situation, they date you. I would hope. I I won't even. I mean, (laughs) it's someone I'm dating. I'm like with someone. You're gonna let them borrow. Yeah, I'll let them borrow. But I'm like, and and if it's that big a deal, read it when you're over my house. Yeah, come over here. here. Bring your toothbrush. Read the book. We're gonna have quiet time. I won't even let my children read my hardback Harry Potter books. They're gonna crack the spine. No, thank you. You, Natasha. When we're done with this, we're gonna have a talk about how you therapy. How your kids do not need to be in cupboards. Broom closets. Um, nope. <laughs> um, we'll, 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 Whatever. I, I didn't is. even know that. We're going to use this time to help heal. Yes. They were able to go to the library and find paperbacks that they could read. So when you did like fun things, did you send them to Mrs. Fig where they had to like sit there <laughs> with the pictures of the cat? Basically, <laughs> if you can't act right, wow. you got to well, go wait, eat bad cake and look at cats. their parent, isn't that kind of on you? On you? On you. If on they you. can't That's act right? Now, now, mind you, now, the three of us don't have any children. <laughs> From what I've understood, as how, an how educator, have, Shantae mm. actually has a lot of kids through schools. Mm-mm. Yes, she's Mm-mm. been an educator for a long time. Mm-mm. I feel like that's on you, now, Natasha. No, no, they have grubby hands and they get things dirty and they crack spines of books. So you should like no. wipe their hands off with the clinics or something, and no. um, or maybe go get them like a cheap paperback set. So we went to the library. I took them to the <laughs> library. So you can't even buy them a yeah, book so that they can go <laughs> back and reread free it. One. They got to go back to the library. If yeah. they liked it, then I bought it. Do you make them go to the library on their own also? Just Are you like, walk, you're walk like, into traffic. Go. <laughs> I don't expect to see you back here until the street lights come on. Get out of my house. Go read that book, but not this one. I was go sent to the library. <laughs> I was sent to the library. Why oh, not? It's good for your constitution. I was taken to the library. I was like, taken to someone took me, me yes. to the library. And then they waited with and me. And they were there with me. They didn't and then they leave said, me Are you finished? With like Let's go. a sign and a sandwich going, I hope you make it home. Like <laughs> they took me luck. and they like brought me back. A little red bandana on a stick. Right. <laughs> 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 I was not hitchhiking to the library, no. Somehow. Where, where are you children going? <laughs> to the <laughs> library, <laughs> ma'am. My mother sent me on a journey to read Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so crazy. You have to we do at home, we but she do, said, but I would crack the spot. Please, stop. May I have some more? Crease the jacket <laughs> cover. Please. No, thank you. Just thank, wow. thank you for the trip to the left. I left my library card at home. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hey, wow. Natasha, we're going to heal you. We're you gonna know take what? You. <laughs> we're going to take this time. We're going to make things better for you and your children and your families because this is that's just tough. You didn't even let them read. So, CJ, who knew 
that that journey that you had was the same one Natasha put her <laughs> right. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, I, I I do have to side with Natasha though. Hermione is also my favorite character okay. because she keeps, like I said, she keeps them alive. Yeah, and she does. the one thing that I really like about Hermione is she always plays devil's advocate, and that's something I do also. Have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Like when Harry, for every single book, is blaming Malfoy for everything, yeah, and or bl- blaming Snape for everything, and Hermione's always like, "But what if it's not?" And Very Harry's true. like, "Just tunnel vision. Yeah. This is what it is." And Hermione's always right, except for one time in book six. And then Harry's like, ha, I told you. And she's, she's like, like, it took you six years yeah, to do no, that, dude. Yeah, she's like, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. Like, <laughs> go ahead, Harry. Man, go ahead, go off. Do your go thing. Go off. Fine, fine. fine. Weird flex, but sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My favorite Hermione situation we're going to talk about it, book three, when they're like, how did you do all this stuff? She's like, oh, I had this like magical thing that I didn't tell y'all about because it was unimportant yeah. to y'all. Right. Yeah. This was something that I needed for me. And plus, y'all ain't got no act right, so <laughs> I didn't want y'all even messing with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. It's, it's, it's Hermione is a great character. Um, you know, Sirius is also great, but Hermione is also a great character. No, you did character. not throw Sirius back in there again. Shantae, this is you. That's, that's Kevin's um, style. I'm Anyways, <laughs> for me, the first time I read these, almost similar to what Natasha was saying, they weren't my books. They were my cousin's books. I was visiting my uh, cousin oh, so at cousin my aunt's house. Read? No, she didn't. <laughs> <I had to laughs> she sent her to the library. So I had to like basically sneak it. And so I didn't you start the reading spine, didn't book one. <laughs> Maybe I did. Maybe she deserved it. I didn't start reading book one because she was reading it and she's a slow reader. And I was like, dang, you take it too long. So I started on book two. Okay. So I read book two real quick and I was like, oh, that's really good. She finally got done with book one, and I started reading. And she's like, Shantae, you can't touch my books. I haven't read them all yet. Yum, yum, yum. She's selfish, is what she was. So, Were you guys around the same age? No, I'm like two and a half years older than her. Oh. <laughs> and you called her a slow reader. So, so yes. She's a slow reader. Okay, let me say this. As a Ravenclaw, at her age, I would have got through them books a lot faster than she did. She That hooked on phonics did not work for her. <laughs> All I'm saying is it took her too dang long, and then she was selfish and wouldn't let me read her books. So I would go to, like, the bookstore at that time. It was uh, B. Dalton. And when the Dang. new books came out, I would read them in the bookstore and then, you know, put them back on the shelf because I was poor. I didn't have money. And then when I got older and I was able to get the books, by the time the seventh book came out, I was already in my career. I had to graduate college. I was teaching. Seventh book came out, ordered it on Amazon, uh-huh. and – it came a day early because back then, if you order on Amazon, you got it a day early. And I stayed up all night reading it and finishing it. Like, that is my Harry Potter journey. And these other books that I got as I got older, because I couldn't afford them when I was younger, I worked at the, as a young teacher, I was working at the Scholastic Warehouse. Ah. And if you work there helping out, they pay you in books. So I got my full set of Harry Wait, Potter, except for book seven. They pay you in money? Because you're volunteering oh, bullshit. Okay. with quotes <laughs> for Think about how much money the Scholastic Book Fair made off of all of us, <laughs> and they couldn't pay y'all a wage. Well, as a young teacher, when you need a, a library in your classroom, yeah, that, that was sense. worth its weight in gold. And when you work there, then they slide you extras. They're like, oh, yeah, you, you get this much, but I like you. So here, take whatever. So it really was invaluable. And so that's how I got... My set, except for book seven, which of course I had to buy because I needed to know what happened. So book seven, 
was a interesting fun, tale. Fun story. Well, for me and CJ. So we uh, lived in an apartment together and with like four other people. We like li- had like the real world style house going on. It was a house with six people, six strangers. We were picked to live in a house. And <laughs> <laughs> life tape. Um, so we're living there and the book comes out in that summer. And all of us are reading the book. Like we're all fans of Harry Potter that yeah. happen to live there for the most part. And then we also had people that like came over all the time. You have six like people 18 to 21 mm-hmm. living in a house. You just have people at the house They're all the time. In your house. Yeah, so the night that the book comes out, um, we didn't pre-order nothing because we were we poor. Were poor. We well, were poor. I was working by then. I wasn't an 18 or 20-year-old we anymore. We were working, but we were still poor. <laughs> <laughs> With six of you in a house. Well, we lived in California. Yes. Uh, Tasha, I don't know if you heard the part where I said we were poor. Oh, so <laughs> po, so poor. I couldn't afford we were, the O and the R. Or yeah, we were poor. We were poor. Yeah. Po. And, uh, so we lived in this house, but like the day, the night it came out, uh, everywhere that had the book was sold out except for a Best Buy. Oh, dang. Yeah. And so me and CJ. Because no one thought Best Buy would have the book. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Gotta think outside the box. So people like waited in line. So, the, so we're in California, and to set the scene, there's a Best Buy in like a Barnes and Noble and a Walmart in the same like strip area. Mm. The Barnes and Noble and the Walmart have a line of people waiting. But me and CJ, being the savvy people that we were, since we saw that they had the books uh, a day or two ahead that they were going to have the books, we walk into Best Buy. There's no pick one there. Pick it off the like, shelf? Walk nice. in at midnight. Yeah, walk in, wow. pick up the book. Like three other people like come in why behind did us. Barnes, why did Best Buy have the book? Because it was the biggest book. Like Best Buy said, like, I'm not going to Best Buy was like, I'm trying here. to get in on this coin. <laughs> <laughs> lose this okay? You Let's crazy. make some money here. Someone up there at the top of Best Buy was like, look, man. Like, we don't I'm sell a, books, but I'm we sell this one. And, real, and like realistically, as a store manager, you only need, what, two cashiers, a security person? You sell seven books. That pays for that hour of labor. Yeah, True. and they're going to sell more than seven. True. So, because we, we were the first ones there. Yep. And then there were people that came in like, Pilfered in behind us that like happened to just know, right? But they didn't need yeah. like, we didn't have to wait in line, no pre order, nothing. We pick up two copies of the book. Uh, we get in the car, and CJ used to drive this like mystery machine van at the time. Oh my <laughs> god, because <laughs> we was Poe. Because once again, we were Poe, and he got I feel like your next car looked van. very much like that. Maybe you had that with the Kia Soul. Yeah, the, no, I had a Scion. <laughs> yeah, the Scion. Oh, the Scion, Scion <laughs> extra box. Whatever, the box thing. Yeah, I was like, it's a box extra with wheels. Boxy, baby. You mm. like the so, big old boxes. Yeah, he did. He became a box car fan. <laughs> but uh, so we're in, so we, we, we grab the books, and we drive by the uh, Barnes & Noble Walmart line, and I leaned out the window, and I opened the book to, like, the last pages, and I yelled, Harry Potter dies! Oh <laughs> Harry God. Potter dies! You asshole. I was a dick. That yeah, was you a, were. That's not You're even what not happened. not a nice person. That wasn't even, I hadn't read it. I didn't read the line. I just thought it would be funny. And it, it was funny. It wasn't funny. CJ, He's so there. mean. Was it funny, though? He's so mean. Was it funny? He's so mean. Can I answer the question? He pleased the I, fifth. I just answered. He's so He's mean. So but was it funny, though? He's so mean. Yes or no? Are you a judge? Yes. No, you're not. <laughs> He's so mean. It was it, it was funny because obviously you know he doesn't listen, but it was I mean he doesn't really so right. You know. But it was it was funny. So then we zoom out of there, we zoom out of the parking lot, we get to our house. Were there any gunshots as on your way <laughs> no, out? Just, no, just some, <laughs> wa- some spells. Okay. Some people. <laughs> 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 Green lights 
come shattering behind <laughs> us. It was crazy. But we get back to the house, and then uh, we have our copies, and then others that are that live with us had also like pre-ordered copies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Or they went and got them after work because yeah. we worked late nights. Gotcha. And so then we were all just for like the next three weeks, two weeks, we all just like sat around. And you know what's crazy? So for two weeks, y'all didn't finish that. No, so here's the thing. I had a work too, so man. Natasha, <laughs> you don't I had a job. No, hold on. So we had jobs. The reason we were so poor is because we worked at Disneyland at the time. Yeah. So we lived with a bunch of other people so that we can live near Disneyland, so we could walk to work. It was expensive. Mm-hmm. We all, everyone who lived with us, all of our friends who were coming over, all had their own copies of the books. When you went into work at Disneyland, all of the employees were walking in carrying the book. And when you went in on your break room, like normally people were watching movies, chilling, doing whatever. Nope. Everybody was reading. Mm, mm. And the reason it took two weeks is because everybody was working 12 hour shifts that summer. Yeah. So Shantae, what they're saying is that they're slow readers. (laughs) Did I not hear the part where we worked? I worked. At least least, shout to my mom though. She at least let me borrow the copy of the book. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, geez. Like, Your I mom did, didn't care about the spine. Like, I, <laughs> I, I did read it in one night, but I'm just saying <laughs> I get it. I worked. And it was the summer, so I didn't have to work at that time. Uh, Natasha probably days. made her kids walk uphill both ways to the library too. In the snow. In the snow with no shoes. And that's normally the story like she tells about herself, but she said she I made my kids do it. You know what? We still <laughs> feel that heard. character. Have, have we heard who's your favorite oh, character? Oh, my favorite character. Of course, I loved and appreciated Hermione, but the person who I feel everyone overlooks and d- and underappreciates is Minerva fucking McGonagall. Like, you know what? I'll wow. take on. that. I'll Come take on. that. And, and because let's think about it. She was there at the beginning and mm-hmm. she was there at the end. And one thing that I love about her is even though she doesn't, she's not the archetype of a mother, right? You think of a mother like, oh, pretty, meh, 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 but she like Molly Weasley, she, right? She's not that type, but she cared for that boy more than anyone else, more than Dumbledore, and we can talk about, we can we can argue know, it to the end else. of it, more than anyone else. And she looked out for him I, and from made sure one. that he got, who introduced him to Quidditch? Minerva McGonagall. Like, because she had money on the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was hey, betting at the that, that doesn't That doesn't take away from the fact that Harry Potter would not I know, know we're in Vegas, but not everybody's betting. He would not be the most famous seeker of Hogwarts without her. Like, don't take any and of she her got him laurels. The broom. Don't take any of her flowers. She, she got, got him the broom. The broom. She not. took okay. care of him. And I love her. And she was... And she, she was, supported Hermione in being the scholar that she, she was she, because she gave her the time the turner. the only person, she was like the number two for Dumbledore, and he, she was the lieutenant that she he She is needed. Buddy Garrity. Like, she is from Friday Night Lights. She's Buddy Garrity. Like, she, she was a booster. I that bet. was it. First of all, not first a of booster. All, one, <laughs> how dare you call Minerva McGonagall a, a booster? She was Are a you booster. I, I, for Quidditch? <laughs> Yes. I mean, all of all of the professors were boosters for their Quidditch teams. Yeah. Yes. That's and so true. she sat there. She looked. She like looked through her window and said, "You there know what go. I love? We can finally win the Quidditch Cup." There, there we go. And like, she changed his life forever. You're welcome. Wait, wait, wait. She basically blackmailed him into being on the Quidditch team. She said, "You can either play Quidditch or we can." Expel you. I mean, those were his so options. He was told not to get up on that broom, right? So listen, those I'm, were his options. I'm, I'm down for giving McGonagall her flowers, 
<laughs> not for her finding a secret for her quitting. But wait, that but is, wait, but wait, wait. What was that also is just great one about of the many things that she held everybody accountable from Dumbledore on down. You like were, said, if you were great, you were great, and if you were fucking Sasha, up, she was on your all, ass. These are all great things. But we not gonna sit here and say she saw Wimbyana and said <laughs> Wimby is the future for the next seven years of my franchise. We gonna make sure that we get this kid signed today. That's what, that's what all, all that means is that she really saw in, into the future. She had that. She saw dollar sign. She was able to scout talent. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Make your money, McGonagall. <laughs> do what you gotta do. You're right. Like, There's nothing wrong with like, that. But we're not you acting like she was wrong. No, she was no, completely no, correct. No, what we're wrong here is for you to be like. What is such a nice woman to go and say? Wait, I didn't say she was yes, nice. Yes. I just said she CJ, was. What did she say about her mechanical said, and her and her finding Harry for quitting? Do you think Wood would have found Harry? No, no, because he was a first year. He wouldn't have paid him any he attention. He wouldn't have paid him any attention. I I'm think Minerva always thinking about the Quidditch team, dog. Exactly. She always. I'm have to side with Kevin. She's always thinking You're about the siding with Kevin. Are you out of your I mind? Also say this too for when we get to talking about the movie, McGonagall and Snape's casting were perfect. Oh yeah. I love Maggie. I feel like it yeah. looks I, Absolutely I don't, perfect. I don't know how perfect these characters were, if you will, or weren't. And I say that because they're who I see as this people, mm-hmm. right? And so whether they were who they described or not, like I don't know a Harry Potter that's not Daniel Radcliffe in my mind. Mm-hmm. Right? You gonna learn Quick soon. story. So we're in the, we, we just came back from Disney World couple, like last week. And, you know, in the airport, there's Universal stuff all over. And, I mean, there's just nobody else. Like, they have all this Harry Potter stuff up. There's no illustration. It's literally just Daniel Radcliffe. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, was he a perfect casting or was was the part then, be, did he just become the part? And so the same thing with, like, mm-hmm. Maggie so Smith. chicken or the egg yeah, type yeah, situation. Yeah, with, with Alan Rickman, like. They work. They 100% work. I want to yes. make sure that's clear. I would they say work. with Radcliffe, also he became it, but but for Maggie Smith and Alan Rickman, I think they were particularly those I two I will say perfect. this. When I first saw it and it was Alan Rickman as Snape, I was surprised because I expected Snape to be a little bit younger. I was expecting him, especially when you think about he was a contemporary of James and Lily, and mm-hmm. they shouldn't have been too much older. Snape, he... And and I don't know maybe maybe Alan Rickman is around that age, yeah. but he came and read as older and than what so I did read Gary in the Oldman, books. Gary Oldman though, like I, I of all of them. Now, have like, you seen a young Gary Oldman? I was like, okay, <laughs> you did that right. <laughs> go look at a young Gary Oldman. Damn, and then Listen, him as serious. I was like, I believe. I'm it. not gonna lie, I feel like the serious casting was wrong. <laughs> because you thought he was black. He was looking for Wesley Snipes. Yeah, you were who would you have cast this series? Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we're a black like, man. Where, where's, this is, like, this is, is that? Who is this guy? That's not serious. You were waiting for somebody from The Wire to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> he walks in. I'm not looking for serious. Not, not this guy. Who's this? Yeah, who's this guy? <laughs> so. The first time you watched that movie, did you like pause it and like had to reevaluate your life choices at that point? <laughs> no, I watched it in the theater, and, and then he's on the screen. And he got up and walked out. Well, no, he's, 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 I like left. Like, 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 fuck this fuck shit. This, this is not the. No one came to see. Some bullshit. <laughs> no, I think I think I literally just saw it and I was like, was wrong on that one. <laughs> 
was wrong on that one. All right, I guess uh, that's what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. Because everyone else, I just accept it, right? Mm-hmm. I just accepted every other character. Right. So I don't think that I would do anything different with this one. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, that's not what I thought. That's okay, what I thought. that's that's what we're doing here. Yeah. yeah, I think the only character I really thought where I was like, mm, that's not what I saw was Snape, because mm. I I just read him as younger. If if he's a contemporary of James and Lily, he would. I feel like he looks and feels older than Gary Oldman, who played Sirius, or um, the he guy who played Remus like Lupin. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking like forty-ish, like mid, maybe even late forties. But Snape, he came out. I was like. That's not the age I was mm-hmm, thinking. Mm-hmm. It's true because reading the books and then seeing the movies, that age timeline, like James and Lily die pretty soon after graduating exactly. from Hogwarts. So they're a little like. Did they? Yeah, I think they were like early 20s. Gotta be. They were in Late their 20s. Teens, early 20s. They weren't yeah, very old. They weren't very old. So that means that when Harry is about to go to Hogwarts, they would have been in their mid to late 30s. Oh, that's right? True. That's true. So yeah. then. then here, here comes Snape as Alan Rickman. I'm just like, oh, that's not. Not, not even I late, thought they early were to mid 30s. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I thought they had Harry like early 30s. And then by oh, the time no. they get. Oh, no. Well, you know, I was thinking culturally, you know, those, and those folks tend to have children in their early 30s. You know, I've reread these books several times, but like the timeline between when Voldemort leaves Hogwarts mm-hmm. to when James and Lily, they're like, it's all kind of gray yeah because mm-hmm. you got to remember that Dumbledore was an instructor when Voldemort was there right and then he had taken over by the time he came back and so we it's never know how old either Voldemort or Dumbledore is you do find out how old Voldemort or how old Dumbledore is when he dies yeah, he's like 115 or something like that yeah and and we know like obviously if you live to 115 and you're still walking around and like riding brooms and stuff wizards age differently than humans sure but it was very clear that to do me wizards, at least do wizards age differently than 115 or did Dumbledore? i don't think he's the only one who reaches that advanced age uh, i mean th- aside from nicholas flamel who we know had like special help i think living that old well, is and almost Voldemort an expectation special help too he split his soul and all that stuff yeah. who knows how the hell old but Voldemort i don't think is. voldemort is that old well no but 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 Dumbledore meets Voldemort when Voldemort is a kid. Mm-hmm. So he in his 70s maybe mm-hmm. at most. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he's in his 50s, we don't know. I think Dumbledore Voldemort no, I is think he's at least 20 60, years, I, I had him at like 20 years older than uh Lily and James. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that means he would be like his 40s or 50s. Mm. I uh. I don't know. I guess I felt like Voldemort was older, but again, because he split himself, you can't really you can't clock mm-hmm. that. And you know, he did leave and kind of disappear for a little while before he came back and reinvented decade, himself. Yeah. So, who knows how much intermittent time that is? But I was pretty sure that James and Lily were younger, so yes. I expected Snape to be as well. So, not that I I was against it because I love Alan Rickman. I think he really brought Snape alive in a different way, but I was I was shocked when it was him. I was like, oh, he's not. Mm. Mm. So before we go down this rabbit hole, Kevin, what are we going to be doing on these episodes? What a transition. Oh, so <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> what a like, transition. I'm done talking about this. I know. So let's wrap I this up. I thought it was a great segue. Uh, well, <laughs> Natasha, I'm glad you asked. So <laughs> what we'll be doing with these episodes, we're going to be talking about the... Um, Books in depth. We're gonna we're gonna go through the books, take them a few chapters at a time, 
and we're going to break down what's going on in the chapters, and then we're going to find justice for someone that someone that didn't get a lot of justice in those or something chapters. Someone or something, you know what I'm saying? We're going to find the justice that should be there that is not in the text that J.K. wrote, and we're going to make the case for that, and we're going to debate it in a nice, fun manner, and then we will come to a verdict. We'll be the jury, and we will come to a verdict. That's what we're going to do on most episodes. Other episodes, we will definitely just talk about um, the thing in general. We'll talk about, because I, I have a lot to say about Quidditch. I have yes, a lot, I, yes. I, I, a lot and to the, say. the betting ring yes. that mm-hmm. McGonagall is a part of. Um, hey, I don't hate the play. I hate the game. I have a lot to say about the Triwizard Tournament in general. See, oh, yeah. And the child endangerment. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, there is so much child There's endangerment so much, throughout like, these books. Children die in this tournament. They're like, yep, that happens. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> 90s were a wild time, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this has been going on for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. And they're just oh, like, man, yeah, yeah, we got a lot more kids where those came from. It's okay. Yeah. And these are supposed to be your best and brightest. So you're basically f- sacrificing them on some altar. That's some Hunger Games stuff, man. <laughs> so... <laughs> And you're not even teaching anyone a lesson like you are in the Hunger Games. It's right. ridiculous. Are you teaching someone a lesson in the Hunger Games? Or yeah, is that just ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah, the that is petty the, revenge. You're teaching the districts to, to obey. It is petty revenge. We're teaching the districts to obey. Yeah. So that Obviously, you sense. haven't read the Hunger Games. Yeah, you should probably get on that. Don't play with me. No, you should probably get on that. Oh, uh, well, you, know, you know why she didn't read it? Because someone wouldn't let her crack the spine. <laughs> <laughs> I have the, them the in hardback, and my kids couldn't read those either. <laughs> Go why? get your own goddamn book. This books. is my real question. <laughs> why did you keep buying these books in hardback and not just paperback so your kids can enjoy Because they are mine. Not everything that's mine Dang. do the kids get to share. They can read wow. the paperbacks. Because when the kids act up, she could also hit them with them. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that might crack the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a difference between discipline and child abuse, so just don't crack the spine. Jesus. Well, we're going to continue to to talk about these these books and this IP and this all all of this this wizarding world from the perspective of four black people that who these books were necessarily written for. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about how we're going we're going to go through it and see it, talk about how we see it through our eyes. So we would love for you guys to join us along the way as we continue to talk about this and just give our perspective. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything else you want to say? I'm looking real forward to this journey. Don't be mad at McGonagall because she knows how to make money and scout talent. It wasn't. And there's no <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I, That's all saying, that needs to be said. Don't give her. I mean, sure. Yeah. She, I mean, she found a great secret, too. Like, I mean, yes, she, she did. was one of the best. Like, that does not take away from how wonderful she is. That that is the cherry on the top. Let's be honest. Uh, I don't know if that's how that works. I Certainly think Dumbledore is. is more morally gray than Snape. That's a hot take. We're going to talk about <laughs> that a little bit. And on that note. <laughs> I also don't necessarily think she's wrong. With, uh, hey, we're talk the Ravenclaw, yeah. you know, let's discuss yeah. these. I don't think that's how that even worked either. But thank you for joining <laughs> us. Thank you for joining us. Um, check out the next episode. We're gonna get through, get into chapters one through four of book one. We're starting at the beginning. Thank you for joining us. Good night. Bye. Bye.